1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Stephen Gerrard calls for an independent investigation of the SPFL. Partick Thistle won't take legal action against the decision which relegates them, hoping instead for reconstruction. And the players' union say they won't stand in the way of the possibility of playing games behind closed doors. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well it was only a week ago Gordon that we stood here And chatted about what could happen in the upcoming vote on Friday evening It seems an awful lot has happened since then You know statement after statement Clubs abstaining, clubs not putting their vote in Or clubs putting that in Then withdrawn And now we have the developments of today With Partick Thistle um, Saying that they, they could have taken it down the legal route But they opted not to What does that actually mean? Does that then mean that Perhaps a solution of league reconstruction is on the cards. Is it further down the line than we actually know or think? Who actually knows? But a lot of talking points to go over tonight in regard to this fiasco that is Scottish football. Uh, Gordon Dillon, I can't actually remember. I'm trying to go back a week when the three of us were here last Thursday. Did we think this would all just be done and dusted on by Friday's vote in normal fashion and we would all move on? And get on with it Did we see any of this coming? No we didn't uh, Yes I think we all thought Yeah it's got to be a Find out the result tomorrow night Listen to Super Scoreboard Find out what the supporters think The fans of the clubs think of the result And then have a nice weekend Sit back and relax And uh, unfortunately it's not um, Come out that way But we are where we are Gordon The next move is now The big question mark Reconstruction to the leagues That looks a possibility With Les Gray of Hamilton And Budge of Hearts Obviously driving that one The task force And it's great to be joined In the studio tonight With manager of the year Who kept breaking up In the league <laughs> I'd done my bit you done, done my you bit certainly Listen, did. It's too early to joke about that Honestly <laughs> is well, I think maybe but, but By 7 o'clock I think We'll be fine champagne it does we, we, can, we can wind him up about it But it's just too serious The, the there are there are serious ramifications for clubs at the moment, so let's let's be respectful of that. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Your chance to have your say. A quick recap on what happened yesterday, in case you're in any doubt, because it's just exploded. It's grown arms and legs, as Mark says. We're getting statements. We've still got lots of claim and counterclaim and conspiracy, and a full web of confusion, really. So let's try and boil it down to what actually happened yesterday. After days of confusion, the SPFL's controversial vote to end the lower leagues did pass. Now that happened because, again, after much confusion and toing and froing, Dundee voted yes in favour of it. What that meant was that Dundee United became winners of the championship, Wraith Rovers became winners of League One, and Cove Rangers became champions of League Two. All three would win promotion. On the other hand, Partick Thistle and Stranraer, as things stand, would be relegated. And in case you've forgotten, because this has been blown out of proportion, there hasn't actually been a decision on the Premiership. I know it looks like it's heading that way, and if we decide that we can't play any more football, it would be called and the Premiership would follow suit. Um, but a quick glance at social media would suggest that, that people maybe have forgotten that the Premiership mm. hasn't actually been decided yet. So that's where we are. Mm. Um, but we still seem to have more questions than answers. Yeah, um, listen, you've got to have a great deal of sympathy. I, I think when you look at Partick Thistle, 
Um, you look at Stranraer, um, you look at Falkirk, and, and probably Thistle and Falkirk uh, more than, than Stranraer because the points gap is greater, but still, Stranraer would say that they still had a chance. At this moment in time, Thistle go down with, with a gap of two points by game in hand. That is That is extremely unfair. Falkirk, the chance to actually win the league, a point behind, and... Wraith are, are now celebrating being champions That's extremely unfair uh, You would like to think behind it There is something coming in terms of league reconstruction That appeases You know Partick Thistle and Falkirk and Stranraer And makes things a little bit better I don't think it will get passed easily Because as we've seen in the last week Nothing in Scottish football gets passed easily But like you say Gordon There is a, still an awful lot of questions And like you say The, the Premiership As it stands just now is still running until probably UEFA come out and make some sort of announcement. But it seems like this looks like the way it will go, which will open up another can of worms, I'm sure. Gordon, we're here until eight o'clock, so we'll try and dig into this in a bit more detail. But just briefly to kick us off, does it feel like we are now moving to reconstruction? I know there are a number of obstacles and and we'll cover them between now and eight o'clock, but does that seem like the obvious way to... Make it up to Harps And make it up to Partick Thistle And make it up to Stranraer And make it up to Falkirk Is that Is that the way that Upsets the least amount of people <coughs> Whether you can I, do it or not It's different I, I, I kept going back to Forget about rules and regulations Just now Gordon It's all about common sense It's all about trying to Figure out a way forward To help every club in Scotland Survive um, But that doesn't seem to happen In our game And It'll be interesting to see Reconstruction It looks like we're going to try and push that through Looks like 14, 10, 10 and 10 uh, That would keep most clubs happy uh, But There's still a voting system To go with that Gordon And we know what happened last Friday So we've a long long way to go at the end of the season It's not over yet Yeah I know lots of people are looking forward But it's not possible to only look forward Given what's going on And Rangers manager Stephen Gerrard says The SPFL looks an absolute mess He's demanding an independent investigation Into the governing body After Dundee reversed their decision And then voted to approve the resolution To end that lower league season immediately This was Stephen Gerrard speaking on Sky Sports earlier The SPFL looks an absolute mess In all honesty It's getting absolutely battered from pillar to post the way it's handled things uh, certainly in the last couple of days um, from my point of view I think all I ask is is for the main leader of the SPFL to show some real leadership in this time and um, I think what he has to do now because there's so many accusations uh, and doubts and questions uh, about this institution he needs to allow uh, an independent investigation uh, into the setup up there to prove everything wrong uh, and to make sure that there is um, you know, fairness uh, and transparency across the board. And there's so many doubts now, certainly looking in over the last few days, uh, it's so confusing. The SPFL have said that they're open to an internal investigation and I don't agree with that because you shouldn't really be allowed to mark your own homework. You know, if you mark your own homework, you're always going to finish top of the class uh, and there's not going to be any questions asked. So for me, there needs to be an expert. There's an expert out there, an investigator or a forensic investigator who should come in uh, and look at everything across the board with the SPFL. And if, if everything's clean and everything's fair and everything's transparent, then all the accusations, all the bad media, all the ex-pundits can't slam the organisation uh, and everyone can move forward uh, in the right direction. 
Well, listen, he's, I think uh, we all think that something, not untoward, but something's broken down in this full process. I think that's easy enough to see. Um, and I think if enough clubs want it and make enough noise about it, then an independent investigation probably will happen. I think it's people will want to get to the bottom. If this is voting and how you can vote, then not vote, and then, you know, a, a couple of days later. Um, but I think it needs more than one club to, to support it. I don't think it's just Rangers can be the driving force, you know, and because Rangers say it has to be done. I think it, if the... If the clubs get together and think after all this is, you know, sorted in terms of reconstruction and think, okay, we need to sort out what actually happened. I think that's the time then everybody gets together and then tackle it then. I think we've got a lot of talking points before we get to that stage, though, in terms of our our league reconstruction first. 01419511025. Craig is first up tonight. Hi, Craig. Hi, uh, hi guys. How you doing? Good Uh, um, I hope everybody's keeping safe out there. Yeah, um, I think that this whole thing, you know, firstly, before I, I make a point, to be clear, I don't have a problem with the idea that, that the league season would come to an end. Obviously, ideally, you'd want the games to be played out, but um, personally, you know, I've always said that realistically, I didn't see how that they were going to find time to, to, to fit it all in when you've particularly, you know, if you're pushing seasons back and there's going to be international competitions next year and World Cup qualifiers and a whole host of things that are going to create a very, very busy schedule. So I don't have a problem on that side. But the whole process around it um, just stinks for me. It absolutely stinks. To have Dundee submit what was their um, vote initially to say no and then send an email before their vote actually arrived, the fact that they said they submitted their vote electronically and then when the initial count was done, the SPFL said theirs was still outstanding, they then changed their vote um, and resubmitted it as a yes, that doesn't sit right with me because their vote initially did no, which means when the first um, the first time the SPL, SPFL sorry, came out and announced the sort of results of this vote, um, their vote miraculously not turning up actually is what staved off the football season not being ended because had that turned up on time they'd have been announcing that the football season wasn't going to end and they'd have been back to the drawing board but then all of a sudden that doesn't show up and then Dundee changed their mind within 24 hours and they're still not being I don't feel and I think a lot of other people um, fans and and, and other obviously in football clubs alike feel there hasn't been anywhere near Adequate enough explanation for that Well it hasn't been an explanation at all Craig you, you can take the, the adequate Well I tell a lie In, in statement form there has Murdoch McLennan um, Tried to clear it up at the weekend of course Talking about how it didn't arrive And it was only it only arrived until uh, It only arrived at such a time Which was after Dundee then Advising the SPFL not to consider um, Any prior vote But you, no one's had access to, to Murdoch McLennan or, or mm. Neil Doncaster at the moment. They're they're not doing any interviews. People are unable to, to, to ask these questions, Gordon. And as Craig says, so, so Craig's a Rangers fan, but he's actually not that upset with the outcome. He accepts that probably mm-hmm. you know the season was over. But actually, whether you wanted this resolution to pass or not, not much unites us in Scottish football. But I think deep down, everyone would admit that. Something bizarre at best has happened And and it would be nice to find out what Yeah and I think that's where the problem lies Gordon I think that 
statements have to be made <coughs> I can totally understand where clubs are coming from I can understand what uh, the Rangers manager saying there um, You know, just let's have a look at it Let's see what happened last week Get the truth out on the table And then move on from there Because I think that's the only way we can move on, Gordon Because we will hear these stories You know, until someone comes out From the SPFL board Makes a statement Explains exactly what happened and we can either accept it or not. What, what's the what's the the accusation here, Craig? Do you think you know? Because with the facts that we have, this oh, it didn't turn up in time, and, and by that time, you know, they decided to change their mind, and the SPFL published incomplete votes. Like I said, most people agree that that just doesn't sound right. What, what's what's the what's the next step in your head? I'm asking you to delve into your imagination because. This has inevitably descended into a sort of Celtic Rangers thing As if, you know, Celtic were desperate for the title And, and Rangers weren't But I'm still not sure Still no one's really come on the phone yet And explained how this would suit Celtic down to the ground And, and how it would be anti-Rangers or, or whatever it may be Well, listen, personally, I, I, don't, I don't think it is I, I don't I know when I, when I was listening last night And <clears throat> there was a few of my fellow Rangers fans on But Talking about boycotting, you know, away games and stuff like that, which for me is is not. I, I don't personally look at this as a Celtic Rangers thing. It is far bigger than that, thing because actually, what needs to happen is the whole voting system there needs to delete it. Because I don't think <clears throat> it certainly doesn't have the appearance that these votes were necessarily completely of free will. I think there are certain clubs that have had promises and carrots dangled in front of them. That have eased off. When you look at Hearts, for example, you know they were initially. Anne Budge was quite clear that if the league ended, they were relegated. You know she'd be putting the foot down and taking legal action. But then the SPFL have said, "Well, look at reconstruction, and Anne Budge is going to be in charge of that." Basically, I don't like that. And Mark Weedy said it last night himself, and I thought he was right. There's something about that that just does not sit right with people. How can? And I'm not having a go at Anne Budge. I don't have a problem with her, but. You can't have a club saying to the SPL, uh, the SPFL, look, if you do this, <clears throat> we'll take legal action. And then the SPFL almost appeasing that club by saying, but well, okay, you can be in charge of the reconstruction. Because Ambudge being in charge does put hearts in the driving seat of that. What that outcome will be, I don't know. And I don't have, I'm not against the idea of reconstruction, but it's the way the whole thing's played out. I don't feel, and I don't think anybody feels, that this was a vote that was carried out in a fair and proper way, and, and more importantly, with any democratic vote, whether it's in football or politics or any walk of life, it's got to be done of free will based on clubs doing their best interests. And I don't think with certain clubs that's been the case. In, in fairness, before we, we sort of go down that line with Anne Budge, there was quite a gap between that legal threat, if you like, and, and then the, the climb down from that. Now, it could be that she just found out a bit more about it, and you know, through time, has decided to change her mind. I know why people might not agree with that, but I'm just trying to provide a bit of balance. On the other point, that Gordon that Craig makes about you know clubs should have been able to vote on their own free will, and, and that's the bit. If they haven't, and if people have evidence of that, brilliant, yeah. shows yeah. because yeah. everybody would everybody would like to yeah. see that. I think. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you've got you've got the Rangers manager there, and I totally agree with him saying, look. If there's nothing to hide, let's go and investigate it. Fine, well done. But Rangers have come out with a statement saying, look, we've got evidence here. Well, if that's the case, get it out then. What, yeah. what, why are you keeping that back? Then we can get some, you know, we can look at it, we can sit down and say, right, this is the way forward. I don't agree with Craig in the fact that because Ann Budge is now, 
you know, leading the task force, Gordon, because you still got to get that uh, vote through. And we've already seen in this country teams that we don't vote, agree on much. <laughs> yeah, we don't agree on much. Voting systems are incredible, and plus the fact there's clubs out there will quite rightly so will vote for their own interests, not for Anne Budge and Hearts. Well, listen, I think the vote will go through. I think all this that's went on in Scottish football, uh, and we're always, you know, Hughes described it perfectly, how there's always malice behind it. I think Spite, malice spite, and mistrust are his three favourite. Yep, yep. And he's totally correct. I think in this situation, in this unusual climate, there has to be a gesture of almost goodwill. And I know it might cost clubs, like your middle of the table premiership clubs, uh, uh, you know, quite a large sub, uh, uh, sum of money when it comes to dishing out the prize money. But I think they've got to take a step back and say, we're willing to do that to, to help our game move on, oh, whether it be two years, three years, and then revert back. Who knows? But I think they have to be a. There has to be a gesture of goodwill somewhere along the line. And in terms of, of what went on with you, who, who spoke to who and, and which, which clubs leaned on other clubs and all the rest of it, y- y- you can see why that's extremely interesting to fans like Craig. I just wonder about the the grey areas in there. We don't do grey areas very well. We tend to operate in black and white and we want we want you know serious accusations made. But, you know This was not an election. There, there wasn't... Electoral laws at play here with with some with a board proposal. There's always going to be a level of lobbying. There's always there's going to be that that that's that's never going to be taken out of it. So you're always going to get people trying to convince other people mm. to come on board. That's the way lobbying works. But of course, the question has to be asked: Where's the line? There was the line drawn. Mm. Well, well, we know. We, well, know it was that, the line crossed. I should say. Well, sorry. we know that clubs were speaking to each other, Gordon. Obviously. And again, on the face of it, is there anything wrong with that? No, 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 not at all. As long as a line's not been crossed. Exactly, as long as you're going to the rules. Where I think the big mistake was made was quite simple for me. The results should not have been released until everything was in. Sat down, checked, double-checked, and then put it out. Hold that thought. Dundee have just this second released another statement. Change the mind. I'll tell you all about it next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL's here. Mark Wilson is alongside him, and we're trying our best to clear up all the mess that's going on around the SPFL voting procedure over the last couple of days. I told you before the travel that Dundee have tonight issued another statement. It's not quite as explosive as some of the ones we've had recently. Um, It really just sort of backs up some earlier points. They begin by saying, by way of further explanation of our statement from 15th of April, yesterday, Dundee submitted its vote to the SPFL and issued its statement simultaneously. There was no changing of our vote at any time that day, as has been reported in some channels. It repeats what it said the other day. And what if what we achieved in our pause was presented by the SPFL in the first instance, we would have voted in favour of the proposal on the 10th of April 2020. That was Friday. Um, it goes on to say, and I'll skip over some bits here, we've achieved the best deal possible out of a situation that was going to be bad for us in any iteration that was being proposed. Um, let's be clear No matter what the proposal looked like The majority of clubs are proponents of promotion and relegation Any solution that didn't include this Would not have been enough to be passed uh, It goes on and on It talks about um, Dundee speaking to other clubs Appetite for reconstruction um, Mentions reconstruction throughout Talking about long-term interest In the future success of the game um, And I'm skimming this live 
on air Which is not ideal um, At the bottom paragraph though Where they sort of sum up their, their stance at the moment They say in conclusion From a very poor situation We've gotten the best result for Dundee And Scottish football as a whole 42 teams 35 Have voted yes In a democratic ballot And for most The important thing is Money can be distributed And they can work on Survival plans For their clubs It's now time to return Our focus on staying safe And planning for the future Of Dundee Well that'll be that then And everyone will just move on (laughs) Well never has Everybody been so interested As to what Dundee actually Says It's quite a lengthy statement there Um, Another one to to pick the bones out of it. Um, it's, uh, it's getting quite incredible now Trying to understand Some of these yeah. The thing uh, is the they're they're Clearly tr- trying to, to clear that up But the bit that still <laughs> Hasn't changed And f- if this didn't sit right with you before It, it mm. won't have changed now You know That line If what we achieved in our pause Was presented by the SPFL In the first instance We would have voted in favour of the proposal On Friday What that suggests Is that Dundee were able to vote on something That the other clubs weren't yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That, so if that, you know, like I say, mm. if that didn't sit yeah. right then, that's not going to sit right now. Yeah. No, no, it's not going to sit right at all. And they can come out with as many statements as they possibly can. But uh, unfortunately, now, Gordon, yes, we can. We'll have this debate for weeks going and whatever it is. But the fact is, eighty-one percent of clubs have now voted. We're now going down that road. We know where we are. The season from the championship down is finished. The prize money will be given out. It's now down to the big questions of reconstruction. Are we going to get that through? That's the next big... And that will not be simple. Let me say that. That will not be simple. Partick Thistle have also issued oh, a very... A ve- yes. No, no, no. This was earlier on. You're fine. We've oh. had time to digest this one. Partick Thistle issued a statement earlier on. Uh, we'll dig into that as well because that's interesting. You know, there was a hope... Or not a hope. That's completely the wrong word. There was a, a belief that they would be the one of the ones to properly stand up and maybe take this further against the SPFL. Uh, we'll tell you what they had to say on that. In their statement Let me hear from Ricky Who's in Easter House Hi Ricky How you doing? Thanks for taking my call Gordon Gordon and Mark How Hi you? Ricky now, I As I say to the guy to the call Reconstruction 100% certainty When you threaten to take legal action And then you don't You are one of the teams That's going to gain by this The chairperson is Anne Budge Who Reconstruction She'll make a good case for this. And obviously Mark, uh, his E-team will all day well at that. But I think this has been a plan a way, way back last week. Clubs have spoke to one another. And I think the D of the team that's instigated this. I don't think Hearts or Thistle would have they sent in their vote and then done what they done. I think it had to be somebody that wasn't going to be in fear of relegation that had to do what they done with the vote. I think it's a very, very cunning plan. And seeing the long run, if this construction, uh, reconstruction goes, goes ahead, there's lots of clubs are going to lose a lot of gate receipts with Celtic Rangers no matching up to their stadiums. The long run, I don't think this is a good thing. Well, what makes you think it's a certainty then? Because they've withdrawn their legal actions and they've backed the SPSL into a corner. I think they've got to go with this. I mean, Ricky, Ricky, it's the clubs that's got to vote for it It's mm. not the board that votes It's the clubs that's got to vote And they need a lot of votes And it just needs a couple of clubs to turn around And, and as you said there Ricky, right They could look at it and think We're going to lose some revenue from maybe Rangers Celtic We um, 
We've done nothing wrong How long is it going to be? Is it going to be a, a season? Is it going to be two seasons? Let's backtrack a little bit right. just, just to add a bit of context Because Reconstruction's obviously an issue It's on the table That is being led by Anne Budge Of Hearts and Lesgrave of Hamilton Aki So Hearts actually issued a statement earlier Let me dust off yeah, go. my latest statement for you um, It doesn't hold back It's still very critical of the SPFL She says she's disillusioned Bitterly disappointed The whole process incredibly badly handled It shows Scottish football in a very poor light um, and anyone who believes this decision will draw a line under the whole matter Is in my opinion being optimistic indeed So she's not holding back She's still very critical of the SPFL However, she then turns her attention to what is now a huge job for her And that's to try and, and, and find some sort of reconstruction plan There's a line in here which jumps out probably more than any of the others And it says Talks about consequences You know, financial consequences of relegation um, this is what must now be addressed through a temporary change to the league structure to cope with what is likely to be two very abnormal seasons. A temporary change mm. to the league structure. For two, two she said abnormal. There. Yeah. Now, uh, that, that is quite interesting because Anne Budge at the forefront of this and now, now it weighs on her shoulders. She's been pretty critical of the SBFL. Her along with Les Grave got a huge job of putting this together. Now she's suggesting it's only going to be a couple of seasons. The ins and outs of that are, are going to be trickier to negotiate than than that statement suggests. That seems like almost like an off the cuff statement that two seasons and we'll be back to normal. I don't think that will be the case. Here, be, here would be the problem, Gordon, if you're comparing temporary and permanent. Mm. Why are you doing this? Are you doing this to, to fix a problem? Are you doing it to paper over a crack? Are you doing it to make it up to Harps and make it up to Partick Thistle? Or are you doing it because you reconstruction is a good idea on its own? I mean, people would say, well, obviously not, because no one was speaking about six six weeks ago about mm. reconstruction. Nobody we're, cared about reconstruction six weeks ago. So we are doing it to fix a problem. Yeah. And therefore, is temporary a temporary solution, is that a good idea? Um, if you're if you're papering over the cracks, yes. Um, reconstruction. Maybe to be fair, that was that was. I think that was an unfair use of that phrase. Right. I'm oh, talking about to fix a problem. To fix a problem, yes, it is uh, probably the best way to go if you're going to vote for it, Gordon. In the long run, I don't see the benefit. I think our leagues are good. I think the twelve's good. I like the split. Um, you've got teams like Hearts, for instance, with you know with the stadium, the support, and you know the the financial clout behind them sitting bottom of the league just now. You know, we've got the championships, a good championship. We've got, you know, good teams in there as well. I just think our league's good. The big problem with the reconstruction for me is, and I know what Mark's trying to say, you as a club, say you're sitting middle of the league, you've done nothing wrong, you've voted for yourself, quite rightly so. You've looked after your own club, your own supporters. Well, if you're, you're Livingston, St Johnston, yeah, right, okay. etc. Yeah. So then all of a sudden, Ann Budge comes in with three... This is why everybody thinks, oh, Ann Budge is on the task force. She, that's a certain to get through, right? I'm not too sure about this. But all of a sudden, you're sitting there and you go 12 to 14, the prize money then, you start to get, yep. you know, you look in, oh, there's another two in. Two Some, more mouths to feed Two more mouths to feed Another piece of the cake People might not vote for that Gordon I don't think it's just a tick of the box The way our game goes Having said that though And this goes back to what you said Ricky That there's an Gordon's right I mean as far as we understand it It requires an 11-1 vote And that seems Like quite a tough test to pass 
But, but how did we get here? It, it feels like there, there must be something in the pipeline Otherwise Who would be favourite to come up for the championship next year? If Hearts don't go down Well, Dundee Right <laughs> Okay See the team that, that finishes top of the second division They get 67,000 So now who's bottom of that division the, the, the first division They are bottom They get 70,000 that's 3,000 year difference So you win it You get 3,000 less Than the team That's getting relegated There's enough money there For the 14 No we're talking top flight But we're talking about if it, Why Why would the top flight Some top flight clubs Vote for For that You know Two extra mouths to feed That's the sort of phrase You keep seeing Again I, I mean I'll go back to it I said a few minutes ago That I think there's got to be Some sort of goodwill I, I totally get your argument What you're mm-hmm. saying there That You know A St Mirren A Livingston A Kelly you know they, they rely on that prize money And if that's diluted even further In the next couple of seasons Yes they do lose it But I mean in these uncertain times With what we've faced And Gordon's right To get to this stage I'm thinking There's obviously been mm. talks Behind us To get to this stage alone Which takes us on to Partick Thistle then Because if, if you're If you were to make up a list Of the clubs who have really Really been disadvantaged by this Partick Thistle are right near the top They <laughs> They had played a game less than their closest rivals And now if this was to stay They would be relegated on the back of that I've said so, from day one Partick Thistle is the one club That has got every sympathy for me Gordon, Gordon But listen there are a few but Yeah, the, yeah the, I'm, I, 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 come, I come on here I'm a what you call a pundit Whatever you may call so Sometimes it does, Yeah it doesn't interest me In the sense of What club gets what or whatever I just love football I like to go and watch a football I like to talk about football But Partick Thistle for me Have got Every right Every right in the world To feel really let down by this And does their statement today Here's my third statement of the evening Does this suggest that we are Closer to reconstruction Than than say Gordon might think Because they have confirmed today That they will not take legal action Against the SPFL They start off the statement To be clear We didn't threaten litigation We sought clarity On the legal points raised We still regard this So they they still feel That their legal opinion Is the right one And they've been told That they could take it to court If they wanted That's Partick Thistle's Mm -hmm. statement However To pursue court action Costs money and time so they talk about, is it worth it? If we were to take it to court, there's a risk it might stop the release of much-needed monies to those clubs on Friday. That's a step too far for us. Regardless of what's been inflicted in Thistle, we can't be responsible for that. Um, taking all of it into account, although we stand by the legal opinion, we won't seek further remedy against the SPFL in order to overturn the resolution. So as far as trying to change this resolution, Thistle are done with that. that, that that's not going to be driven by Partick Thistle. They still don't understand it They still don't agree But they want to focus Effort and money On Thistle And looking forward That includes making a positive contribution To the discussions on possible changes To league structures We're not looking for sympathy We don't need it Let me bring in Gary Who is a Partick Thistle fan How does that make you feel hearing that Gary? Yes I've seen it already Very weak to be honest with you To say the least So so you you would have preferred legal action essentially? Yes, considering that Jerry Brisson's a trained lawyer I would have thought he'd known better Do you not accept the defence that It would cost so much money that it could be detrimental to Partick Thistle? At the end of the day, you know We're trying to protect our status in the the first division Or in the championship, whichever you call it And, you know, it's a livelihood Um, 
you know, to say that we've rolled over is an understatement. And uh, then that, that takes us on to the point though, Gary. Is it, if you read between the lines, does this not fill you with a bit more confidence that actually reconstruction is going to be pushed through and, and Partick Thistle won't be punished by this resolution? How long has re, uh, league reconstruction been talked about? I mean, reconstruction is not probably, let's face it, being honest, if you take the timeline into it, it's not going to happen in two to three months. Uh, yeah, OK, you could look that Anne Bodges has been conveniently put in charge of it, but... Th- Okay, she'll be. Um, they might still be relegated into the championship, but then that um, if, if they're in the top um, in the playoffs area next year, then say for example they, they'll be promoted back into the um, Premiership mm. because it will go into a fourteen club. Uh, the um, reconstruction won't happen for the next one to two years. Well, I think that the hope is. Sorry, I mean, you, you might yeah. be right, but but the hope is that it, that it would be brought in at the moment. Um, we hoped to, you know, we asked if someone from Partick Thistle would come on because I saw these sort of queries coming. That wasn't um, wasn't possible. Um, they do answer your sort of point in this statement, Gary. It says to the fans, "We hope you understand why we've reached this decision. No one should regard this as a sign of weakness. It shows our strength and resolution to get through this despite relegation." Being forced on us We're not doing what's easy We're doing what's right For our club Our people And for clubs across Scotland So you, you don't buy that part I can tell you what they're saying About what, what's right for our club Because at the end of the day They just want to get on with it And you know They're a debt free club I did see that in the statement mm-hmm. They're a debt free club Obviously It might be different If we had You know Colin Weir um, Still And about In the place But Yes, we've got to look after our own now. Um, so I understand that it will cost money. But, you know, I, I, I don't know the background. I'll be perfectly honest. Yeah. I mean, I have obviously... Gary, would you, not be, would you not be a lot more happier with Party Thistle if reconstruction, which I think will be, if it's going to go, I'll be done this year. They'll be for the start of the new season, which obviously saves Party Thistle. Surely, yeah, well, surely that's the best for you. I, I, I'll be happy. I'm happy, happy because obviously I am trying to put my, my neutral head on here because at the end of the day, yes, I don't think United should be financially. Obviously, they've been talked about when it, obviously this virus nonsense start, first started that, and they were talking about the, the the leagues being null and void. Then they were talking that no one would be promoted and relegated. That would be unfair in United, for example. So that. That I would be aggrieved at if I was a United fan. Um, but you need to remember, and I, I still remember back in 2004, Inverness got up and Meeks got relegated, and Inverness should not have been promoted because at the end of the day they didn't have a stadium to fit. This, to, to fit. Um, we spent our money to build a 10,000-seater stadium. Um, that was where we put our money into the capital and the ground. And Inverness put it into built to for the playing for the playing um, staff yeah. to mean, get up into the Premiership. As someone from Motherwell, Gary, I probably shouldn't get involved in teams oh, teams I, teams that were yeah, saved for for, uh, for for not having mm. suitable stadia. But ju- just to finish off because we're a bit tight on time, you're seeing the the, the emotional side there. You know, Gary, Gary speaking when he when he had his Partick Thistle hat on, he feels like. The club's rolling over it. He, he wants them to yeah. fight this He wants them to stand up for it But, but, but he then he admitted himself If you're to look at it From a, a, a neutral perspective It is a very dignified response Yeah Gordon I, I, But to be cynical It makes you 
Maybe not cynical But it, it makes you wonder If if, they, if, if they do believe That oh, reconstruction's down the line I said the very, This very point On last week's show That I wondered If clubs And chairman And owners of clubs Were worried about What the fans would think About Particularly Exactly what Gary said there That the clubs rolled over It's weak He came on and said right away But As I say Behind the scenes For Partick Thistle to say That they had legal Advice That they could take it to court And then say They're not pursuing it I think that tells you everything you need to know about the full situation We'll watch this space Gary and Danoon, thanks a lot for getting in touch tonight It's the ideal time for you to call us Because we'll get some travel with Stephen And we could be speaking to you next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Your comeback is on TalkToThompsons.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. What a week it's been for Scottish football. Absolutely nothing on the pitch. We, we can't play any football, we can't watch any football, but it's exploded into life off of it. We're on Twitter as well as the phones, and in response to the Dundee statement I told you about a little while ago, Ross says, Gordon, it seems Dundee have negotiated a change in a resolution that all the other clubs had already voted on. And that's the bit that's, that's annoying people uh, David Healy says I'm happy for reconstruction But not for only one season It has to be for the foreseeable future And not a short term thing And whilst we're on the subject of feedback I think this is a first ever Hugh Keevans has texted the show And he just says Good crack, enjoying the show <laughs> From the man cave From the man cave oh. From the knock Yeah, we glass oh. you ready He'll be sitting there with as long as he doesn't interfere with his uh, equipment that's going to be needed for him to come uh, on the show have tomorrow. Have you read night. him on Twitter? He's entertained me on Twitter how he's waiting for the newspapers every day. No, he, he's, he, he's been not. Yeah, he only fires up the laptop every couple of days <laughs> um, to check in on what's happening. So if he doesn't get his newspaper, he's. Uh, he's, I, he's I, lost. I don't know anybody that goes and buys a newspaper nowadays. Now, Hugh doesn't either. He, I think he sends someone for him. Did yeah, only know? now in these yeah. uncertain times, but yeah. he usually goes. Yeah. Does he walk down oh, and yeah. get a wee paper? Oh, oh. absolutely. Yeah. He's, he can, you can Imagine the paper shop when he walks in. Oh, red carpet and all the celebrity. rest of it. Yeah. yeah, you can imagine. Anyway, Brian is a Celtic fan. He's from Moss Park. What have you got for us tonight, Brian? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian, who interrupting you? Brian's on the phone taking the dog to England. <laughs> Brian, Brian, you're not allowed to go to England with the dog. Bring it back. Brian, are you with us? Oh, I hope Brian oh, says something come on, on here. Come don't on, come on, come on, come on. It's a hassle I can do with it. Just, uh, oh, listen, I don't come on. I need to. No, don't Brian. Oh, Brian, where's the dog? Hi, hi. Shout the dog, Brian. Brian. Yes, hello. What's the, <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the hassle you can do without Brian? Are you able to tell the country? What's the what, sorry? You were talking about a hassle that you could do without and taking the dog to, to England. England. What dog are you taking no, to England, Brian? No, it's just my... I'm in a taxi, it's my passenger! <laughs> <laughs> you take, are you taking him to England? Well, that's a good fare, and, and he's... <laughs> Brian, right, Brian, what have you and your passenger got for us on the football tonight? Um, I had the spokes football with the passenger, he's got a sick guinea pig. But what I've got... <laughs> <laughs> What's the guinea pig's name, Brian? Olive. Wallace. Wallace. Olive. Olive. Right. Olive. Okay. Olive. You're on the bus. You're on the buses. Oh, what has yeah. What yeah. Is, honestly, we've gone Stan. from. Uh, this is. This, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, Brian, please talk to us about football. Gordon and Mark know nothing about guinea pigs, and even less about football, by the way. 
think Scottish football's about a guinea pig to do, but I think I've not heard any talk whatsoever about reconstruction for about five years. And all, all of a sudden, because Hearts and, and where they are, talk about reconstruction. I mean, I'll ask, I mean, that's just going to come a 14-team league. That would mean Dundee and 80 coming up, okay, which they fully agree, fully deserve. But I also mean Inverness, Caledonian, this will come up who are 14 points behind Dundee and 80. That's almost akin to what Rangers are behind Celtic. So what type of challenge are they going to offer to the Premiership? And it's just a quick fix for somebody's solution, mm. like Anne Budge. What do you do, though, Brian? Because the main uh, issue or problem with this resolution as it stands is that it's perceived to be unfair on Hearts, unfair on Partick Thistle, unfair on Stranraer. So what do you do to fix it? I mean, I, I think we should be away. Talking about doing, actually doing playoffs. I know playoffs have sort of been decided to defunct, but... Certainly Partick Thistle deserve a chance Falkirk deserve a chance Could possibly say Rangers deserve a chance But it's unlikely they're going to catch Celtic But I don't think reconstruction Just to make it It's making it easier for I mean, and Hearts I mean, and Budge want to be involved in it That's just ludicrous That's like, I'm trying to say something really sinister But better not <laughs> Yeah you better not um, well, what, do you, what do you make of that Gordon? Because all along some people have said If you think it's acceptable To give a team a title When it's not arithmetically done mm-hmm. Then you have to relegate teams On, on the same premise You know if, if you're willing To give a team a title When they could still be caught You have to relegate a team When they could still survive However other people And Budge being, being Obviously at the forefront of that Would say No actually This is about teams being Worse off There's a line in her statement today And there's, I'm very unlikely To find it Um at short notice So I'll paraphrase it She talks about Well You know it's, it's this, There we are, there we are. Well some clubs May lose out To an extent In terms of What might have been She's mm-hmm. talking about The three clubs Who relegated They actually lose yeah. out You know yeah, the, yeah. the Rangers Falkirk Whoever it may be Who's in second place At the top They might miss out On what might have been But the teams That are relegated Definitely Definitely yeah. lose out Yeah. Do, well, does that make any difference To you Or would you Have uh, a sort of Blanket rule I would, I would go. It's, a, it's a very difficult one, Gordon, because I do believe that Hearts are a big club. Do I want them in the, the Premier League? Yes, I do. I think they bring a lot to it with their support and everything. They could have get relegated this season because they're sitting there in a poor position. But you're right. What we're doing is we're handing out titles, but with no relegation. And the reason is because. <laughs> The fact of financial stuff as well You look at full time You look at everything about that You look at clubs uh, that could go under They lose so much money So, and I, I just don't uh, Once again, I'll say it Because Ann Budge is one of the task force With Les Gray at Hamilton I don't just think that's a case of saying Oh, well Ann Budge will push this through You've got to vote Say mm. member clubs that vote And I am desperate to know with a passenger in Brian's taxi What he's saying Look at him Thinking <laughs> Brian before we let you go And get back to the fair um, how, how does this feel As a Celtic fan Because the Premiership's Not been declared yet But if it does In a couple of weeks And Celtic Get the title In this fashion Are you happy about that Or are you disappointed Because you've not Had the chance to round it off Properly and go on And try and win a treble And, and get all the celebration <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. Mm. We're actually going to hear from Robbie Nielsen a bit later on in the show. 
If you were drawing up a sympathy list I said it earlier you, you obviously Your focus does go to the people Who are going to lose out And could be crippled financially And job cut All the rest of it that, That's the size of the, the ramifications So you do sympathise with them But after that It, it is worth mentioning Dundee United Who've spent years now in the championship and throwing a lot of money to try and get back up they're, they're robbed of the chance of course, to do it yeah. properly and Wraith Rovers and I know that's the contentious one because there's only one point in it but they might have gone on to win it and they've been robbed of the chance to, to win it properly mm-hmm. the Gordon DL lounge up there might have had to change its name oh. I mean if they had done it in proper style he would have been up there what, presenting what, the trophy the- one League One change change its name. You're, you're talking with League Cup captain winner here. Double, oh, even double. In these, even in these times, he can't find no a bit of humility. Can yeah, I'm not giving up that title. Yeah. Brian, the passenger, Olaf the guinea pig. Don't <laughs> <laughs> to England. You have a good night, Brian. Right, cheers. Thanks very much, lads. I'm glad to give you some hilarity. That cheers. was great. Hopefully, Olaf pulls through the sick guinea pig. It was Olaf, wasn't it? That, I think that uh, would be the frozen. Uh, Brian's topical Sort of you know A modern up to date Guinea pig name Brian Passenger's lad Just pull in mate I'll walk the rest (laughs) Imagine getting a taxi And the boy says I'm just on the radio (laughs) When I went for my uh, Government approved One hour walk Today I just got to the edge Of my House and estate And Someone had last night's super scoreboard Blaring Absolutely blaring I don't know if it was out their car Or they just had a really loud phone and I was like, I got like just right level with the guy, oh. and I was just kind of looking at. Him and I was today cloggy. No, I don't think so. I just said, "What are you listening to that rubbish for?" And just straight It was Mark Weedy in full flow at the time, so well. justified. Anyway, it's that time of the night. Bit of light relief for us. Goal flashes with one. I've no idea where that came oh, from gosh, That's definitely yes. the wrong noise We're dusting them off Because we've not used them a lot On a Saturday See I was just making sure It still worked This is the right one Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Beat the pundit time Your chance to win a signed ball But only if you can get More questions right Than Gordon DL Or Mark Wilson Give us a call right now 01419511025 And you need to call in Before 7 o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors helping you return to action. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on what we'll call Statement Thursday. We've heard from Hearts, we've heard from Partick Thistle, we've even heard from St Mirren, but they weren't saying much other than to say they stand by voting yes to the proposal. Uh, Dundee have issued their latest statement, and I can tell you in the next few minutes, We're going to hear from Rangers I know a lot of fans were wondering what they would say On the back of some of today's developments Rangers are going to issue a statement imminently So stay tuned and I'll tell you exactly what that has to say But we'll play this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Beat the Pundit time, Gary in the Gorbals is on the line How are you Gary? How you doing Gordon? You fancy your chances against one of these two? Obviously. Um, I don't really know who I, I fancy mm. playing. I think I've, I've came up against Daz, so I wouldn't mind um, having a, a shot at Mark. And the mushroom, right? Well, I'll toss the coin and see who you're going to be taking on. If it's heads, it is Mark. And if it's tails, it's Gordon DL. And it is. It's tails, Gordon DL up against Gary from the Gorbals. So, give you some Clyde too. You ready? Good stuff. Uh, and it's just you and I now, Gary. He can't hear you. 30 seconds on the clock. You can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Yep. What nationality is Celtic's Mohamed El Yunusi? Uh, Norwegian. Which Scottish club play their home games at Borough Briggs? 
Airdrove. Which former Wimbledon player starred in Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? Vinnie Jones. Who was the Aberdeen manager immediately before Mark McGee? Uh, in which city was the 1970 European Cup final held? Uh, Madrid. What's the nationality of Mullerwell midfielder Christian Illich? Uh, Smith. Okay, let's bring Gordon back. Quite tough, I think. Gordon, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Same set of questions to you. Go. What nationality is Celtic's Mohamed Ilyanusi? Uh, Norwegian. Which Scottish club play their home games at Borough Briggs? Borough Briggs. Uh, pass Which former Wimbledon player Starred in lock, stock And two smoking barrels uh, Vinnie Jones Who was the Aberdeen manager Immediately before Mark McGee uh, Craig Brown In which city Was the 1970 European Cup final held Milan What nationality Is Mullerwell midfielder Christian Illich Illich uh, Finnish Okay <laughs> He's only 20 Etc etc uh, Gary what do you think I think he's picked maybe one Maybe the European Cup final question um, Well he clearly guessed that one So I don't know if it was right Let's find out I guess I guess most of What nationality is Mohamed El Yunusi <laughs> He's Norwegian You both got it Mark you'll know this Who plays their home games At Borough Briggs You're kidding me on. <laughs> He doesn't even know You are joking me They're in the league <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, Annan No Elgin Elgin Just the opposite <laughs> side of the country <laughs> Just about 400 miles away <laughs> What a dump <laughs> Boys meet at Borough Briggs At half past two Wow uh, Which former Wimbledon player Starred in lock, stock And two smoking barrels Vinnie Jones You both got it Two all Who was Aberdeen manager Immediately before Mark McGee You both said Craig Brown But it's Jimmy Calderwood So it's still oh, two Jimmy all Jimmy Calderwood um, What nationality is Mullow midfielder Christian Illich Is Croatian None of you got it Which means it all comes down To question five Which I skipped out In which city was the 1970 European Cup final held You clearly just guessed that didn't you Yeah What did you say again Milan What did you say Gary Madrid The answer is Milan Oh, oh is Can you believe it oh, No oh, way Can you, you believe get it See you later Gary I'm back <laughs> <laughs> I'm back and Gary I, d- I don't know what age you are But Celtic were in that final of course Against Feyenoord yeah. Gordon oh. didn't He didn't Gary. know that either though He did not know that Before my time Gary unlucky I'm, You know I had the bounce back I had a bad one on Tuesday night But I'm so glad you phoned in tonight I needed somebody to boost the confidence again mate <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good man Gary Thank you very much Gary and the Gorbals But the sign ball Stays where it is Right Victory Marky well Rangers have tonight Broken their silence after the last couple of days We've not heard uh, from them today or yesterday But they have broken their silence this evening They kick off the statement Referencing the importance of the COVID-19 pandemic We accept that Let me try and uh, move on to the bit That quite frankly will interest you out there Who, who want to d- debate this sort of stuff Again, critical of the SPFL A misleading and deeply flawed process No fair-minded person can take the outcome of this vote seriously in particular, publishing the outcome prior to all clubs having voted has undermined the democratic process and demonstrated unacceptable standards of corporate governance by the SPFL executive. We're concerned clubs weren't given enough information or time to allow them to make decisions. We're aware several club directors claim they were bullied at a time when Scottish football should have been acting in unity. Addressing the latter was one of our primary objectives. The resolution we... Presented could and should have progressed The SPFL chose to obstruct our resolution Which would have given clubs financial support uh, Without the condition of ending the season 
Um, further underlines the process and behaviours of certain individuals must now be the subject for forensic examination. Douglas Park's already requested an independent investigation into the conduct of the executive. The SPFL appear to have acknowledged the need for an internal investigation, but only an independent one will provide satisfactory, credible answers. We repeat our call for the immediate suspension of Neil Doncaster, Rod McKenzie, pending the outcome of the independent investigation. Um, it goes on to talk about constructive engagement. The SPFL must allow every opportunity to do so. Um... The anger of our fans is understood and shared by our board who continue to examine all legal options available. Well, that is that is a very, very strong and powerful statement from Rangers. <clears throat> a lot in there to digest. Uh, I'm sure people will be picking the bones out of that for some time to come. Um, you know, calling for the immediate suspension. And yet, it still reverts back to Rangers saying that they have this damning evidence that could make the difference. Well, Show the evidence that can make the investigation clearer to everyone else. How can you go and suspend someone right away without having any real evidence why they're being suspended? That is, you know, that's a big jump. But Rangers could surely solve this by themselves by opening up the case. To say the anger as well, we understand the anger of our support. Why are Rangers fans angry? Why? Nothing in this is really affecting them. You know, the Premier League, the Premiership, as we know it right now, is still ongoing. Nothing's been decided. The people who have been affected, Partick Thistle, Falkirk, Srinrar, those are the people at this minute, the fans should be angry. Why are the Rangers fans angry? I, I, I really can't understand that, but there is a lot in there. Um, I think you need more than one club, as I said earlier on, to demand... Uh, an investigation And I think if clubs do get together And feel that strongly about it Then it will happen But I mean it's not for Rangers Just to be the boss of the full Scottish the, SPFL league investigation This is the bit that I like Gordon Because it's the bit that If, if you take a step back You would agree with You know if, if 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 there is an appetite there To get to the bottom of everything Then it's not controversial to say it should be an independent investigation, not an internal one, because mm. you're looking at yourself. It should be yeah. someone brought mm. in. See, in this part of the world, mm. we won't believe the person who's brought in. Who's going to pick the independent investigator? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> and Rangers you know, have got a member on the SPFL board. And by the way, that 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 I'm, I'm making slight light of it because mm. it, that's not to say that it shouldn't happen. If, if there's an appetite there to get to the bottom of it And for many people it should be fine, yeah. good But this notion that we will accept Whoever the independent investigator is Who picks it? If it's the Scottish FA that pick it if, yeah. You know, already there would be accusations there The SPFL wouldn't be able to pick their own uh, Independent investigator yeah. Rangers yeah. can't pick it Yeah, of course So is, is it, we, we, Hugh Keevans, I go back to his statement His, his favourite statement That Scottish football runs in spite, mistrust and malice even if this stuff is well-intentioned by Rangers, the notion that we are going to get a truly independent investigator that when the outcome is published, everyone sits back and goes, oh, well, then that's good. We all trust that. It just won't happen. And this will just rumble on. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't take away from the fact, Gordon, if people want to get to the bottom of it, good. Let's see what they've got. Yeah, it'll be interesting how the SPFL uh, respond to that, Gordon. Uh, I think they've got to respond to it, get it out there, get it solved. And let's try and move forward. I There's a lot in that statement, and it is a very strong statement, you've got to say. There's a lot in it that I think everybody wants to know. For instance, why was that vote put out? 
before Dundee's vote was was ticked off. I, I just don't understand that, and I do agree with Rangers in that one. Now, whether you agree or not, I was the same. I listened to Derek McInnes. Okay, the following day, the dates changed to 10th of June because I was thinking, why can we not just drip feed a few pounds out there to help clubs buy ourselves sometimes? I, I thought it was rushed, but... 81% of the clubs have now voted for it. They're a member club, so they're entitled to do that. But to go down the line of suspensions and stuff like that, I don't think that's the way forward just now. I would rather the SPFL then reply to this. Come out and say to Rangers, right, or whether the clubs are, because remember, there are 42 mem- uh, member clubs here. Come out and say, what mm. is it you want clarified? Get it out, and then we can move on. And here's the bit that I... There's no shame in this for, for me I certainly don't mind Just holding my hands up And saying I don't know this So somebody's got the answer What does it take To to get An independent investigation Is is one club allowed To call for it And then it must happen Does it require A certain vote. amount of clubs Does it require Another More vote. than one <laughs> I, I, I genuinely don't know The answer So if someone has that I'd love to Love to get it Because this stuff's All breaking mm. on us As we speak Let's speak to Robert Who is in Cope Bridge Hi Robert Hello how are we not bad, Robert. What do you make of that statement then? You've just heard it. Well, I'll just make my point first that um, I don't support Celtic or Rangers. I support no club. I go to a different game every weekend. I pick up a paper and I travel the length and breadth of the country to pass my Saturday my pension and I pass my Saturday that way. But the statement that I've just heard on your programme is very similar to the statement that they made last week. Um... And I can't for the life of me understand how they can make these statements without coming out with evidence. If these statements are proven correct, then the chief executive and people in that committee deserve to not only be sacked, maybe even charged. If it's proved wrong that they haven't got evidence of anything that's went wrong, what happens to Rangers? Do they lose, do they get a heavy fine? Do they lose maybe points at the beginning of next season? Or do they get relegated to another league? They cannot keep making these statements without having backup and telling people about their backup. I mean, the problem is you're coming at this from a position of ignorance. They may well have evidence. Yeah, yeah. How how am I to know? They they may well. um, And they may well not feel that it's the right time to go and put it into the the public domain. And, And they might be playing this with a certain strategy and, and waiting to unleash it on everyone but I think what Robert's right for all of us who are looking at it from the outside it would it would obviously add weight to the calls for a suspension of Neil Doncaster and Rod McKenzie and whoever it'd be it'd be very harsh I mean to, to go and suspend these guys who like on the face of it we, we all know that something something happened in the voting system that was flawed but can you go then and suspend people where with no evidence to back it up and Rangers are the only ones who are saying that they've got evidence that something something went on here in this instance where there's so much to deal with going forward for your league season if this needs to be speeded up surely showing the evidence would would you know quicken this whole process up and we would get to the bottom of it far quicker than than all these statements coming out every week Two separate issues here Gordon I think And maybe we can try and separate them Let's forget about football for a second mm-hmm. We're talking integrity here We're talking governance And Rangers have taken it upon themselves to, to stand up for the integrity of Scottish football And they want the procedures to be 
kosher They don't want anything underhand And they want to be the ones To blow this apart Now if it, if it was just about that I don't think you could really Have a problem with it Because that's ultimately Admirable mm-hmm. I, think, I don't think you could Really argue with that Here's where we bring football in And I've seen this point made By some people What about the suggestion And by the way The Premiership's not over yet But if it was That this is a good outcome For Rangers Because forevermore They can then Dangle it over Celtic That I um, Was it really nine in a row There's an asterisk Next to that title The season doesn't get finished They don't have to sit back And watch Celtic Probably Possibly win a treble I don't know what percentage What odds on They would be for that But they're clearly close And Forevermore No one will actually Criticise Stephen Gerrard For having a trophyless season Because why would you This has been unprecedented And there are more important things So the bottom line of the statement talks about the Rangers fans being angry. Is there a case to say this is a good outcome for Rangers? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I can totally understand Rangers' statement, Gordon, because I think that Rangers are coming out there and putting it out. And I've, I think there are a lot of clubs sitting back thinking the exact same as what Rangers are thinking. How was this sorted on Friday? Why was this left to Tuesday for Dundee? Yeah, we can do all that, right? That's fine. On a football sense that you you said there, I totally agree with it. Right, if you're a if you're Rangers, are you going to win the league? Now there's a possibility you could, but unless you change your forum and the way things were going with Rangers, the fallouts with Morelos, there was a few difficult times there, getting beat at home with Hamilton, stuff like that. So I I, I couldn't see Rangers catching Celtic if I was going to be honest with you. Now, if you're a Rangers fan, yeah, I I would say right, fine, okay. The the if they call the season over. Plus the fact, you're right, Celtic had another opportunity, another two games away from winning an R treble that you would have had to sit there and watch. You now can come out and say, well, you never really won the league. It's, you know, the, 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 the season was finished before all the games were played. And the most important thing is, if Celtic had extended that league and won the Scottish Cup, we would have been inundated with phone calls here. Some against the Rangers manager saying that's two years in a row the lead's been extended and he's he's not won a trophy so I think it's sort of a I think it's fell right into Stephen Gerrard to be honest with you because what happens is next season it gives him another crack at going and trying to stop Celtic and I don't think you know I think that would have been a 50-50 split with Rangers supporters if the season had finished off and Celtic had won the league by more than 13 points for instance and maybe added the Scottish Cup insult as well to them I think a lot of Rangers supporters would have been disappointed with that so I'm like Mark a little bit I can understand Rangers Football Club about the process of the voting 100% with them but I can't understand the supporters I have to agree with that I think you make some excellent points here I, I think that the big one is Stephen Gerrard I, I, I said in the show a number of times I, I, I thought he would have been under pressure At the end of this season A lot of you guys are good You know he'll get another year And you're possibly right But I've, I've heard a lot of arguments What if Celtic went to Ibrox on that Sunday And Rangers won And then they had a game in hand And it was cut Well what if Celtic went to Ibrox and won And Rangers continued their poor form where we saw them losing against Hamlin, dropping points against, you know, St. Johnson, and they continued that to the end of the season. Stephen Gerrard would have been under a lot of pressure come the end of the season. And I'm with Daz, I think a lot of fans would have been phoning and saying, it's time for a change. I don't think that would be the case now. And again, going back to it, what are the Rangers fans angry at? They're still getting the same money as they would have got 
and and and, and the play and the Premiership, as you said, is still mm. running. At this minute yeah, Nothing's been decided Go back to what I said At the start though That's a purely Footballing mm. argument And it's different You would ha- you would have to respect Anyone who says Yep but we think The vote is Oh the vote is, is Completely flawed at best course. And needs to be investigated Of course it does That's a different thing Yeah that's that's totally different uh, Of course And uh, as I say If Rangers Are calling for it They can't be The only ones And, uh, and everyone jumps to it I, But I do think There will be A collection of clubs uh, and, and chief execs And owners saying no, that that is correct. We need an independent investigation and into what's mm. going on here. And I think always, especially in the studio, we'd want to know what's going on. Whether we get to the bottom or not is a different question. I just want to know how Stuart Robertson and Neil Doncaster get on when when we have the actual SPFL oh, board meetings because they've been going Aye. on every day. Well, that's ignoring <laughs> each other. And Zoom anyway, chats. let me let me <laughs> let me bring Robert and Copebridge back in. Robert, what's your sort of final thoughts on on all of this then? Uh, well, my final thoughts is that my question hasn't been answered. Answer, I didn't ask about. I didn't ask about league titles and anything. I asked coming from the, an agenda of if Rangers are proven correct, I would back them to the hill to get this man sacked and whatever. But if they're wrong and they don't come up with evidence, what happens to them? Oh, no, Nobody I, has mentioned no, it. I, I don't. I don't think there is an answer to that, though. I mean, you know, I think the answer if, is if nothing. You, if, really. yeah, if you come yeah, for an investigation and it doesn't come to yeah. anything, it's not like the old. I think Roberts can down that road. Remember, it used to be, uh, you know, if you if you appealed a appeal a suspension, if you don't get it, you get another game mm. added on. Nah. No, that's it's far more complex than that. What, what, could we really miss that? what Roberts missing here, I think, is the the SPFL board are voted on by the clubs. Right, they're just there to run the thing They're there to make suggestions It's the clubs that vote So me personally, I think Rangers are within the right to come out And make a statement if they're not happy They're a member club, they're entitled to do that If it's shown that that it's not the case Then I don't think it's a case of saying Right, we're going to punish you for challenging the SPFL board I don't think that'll be the case, not at all Robert and Coatbridge, thanks a lot 01419511025 Give us a call and we've got a full time teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Experienced players who know how to win. Talk to Thompson's.com. Gordon DL's here. Mark Wilson is alongside him. They two are going to have to put their minds together. Should be good fun. And see if they can come up with the answer to tonight's teaser. And it is a tricky one as well. Let me tell you. We're only looking for five answers tonight. I cut it down a bit for you. We're looking for since 1970. Oh, it's my era. Listen. Five British players That have played for at least Three different teams during their careers That have won the European Cup Slash Champions League And they've also played in Scotland At some point So I'll read that again Since 1970 Five British players have played for at least Three different teams that have won the European Cup And Champions League They've also played in Scotland at some point. Now, the players don't need to have won the European Cup. They just have to have played for at least three teams that have won it. In Britain. Does that make sense? In Britain? Yeah. Yeah. So, let, so for instance, if, if it was a Celtic player in here, he doesn't have to have played in 1967. It's just the fact that he played for Celtic would uh, make him qualify uh, as long as he's played for... At least two other clubs That have won The European Cup Slash Champions League I think once you get one <laughs> If you can get one <laughs> Graham Soonis No No but again that, that, See I'm going down to Liverpool oh, Yeah well done Yeah 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 Don't you worry about that I'm right into Liverpool here 
So since 1975 British players have played For at least three different teams During their careers That have won the European Cup Slash Champions League mm-hmm. And they've also played in Scotland They don't need to have won the European Cup They just need to have played For a team that's won Ray it at Vulcan. some point Yes yeah, There we go yeah. Show you're working Whoa uh, Rangers Manchester United And Chelsea Rangers haven't won the European no, Cup. No, no, no. So he played, played in, <laughs> yeah. in Scotland. Uh huh. Right? Who else did And play then for? played for Manu. Manu, Chelsea, Chelsea, and Milan. Milan. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. That counts. No, you're right. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to just to make sure you I was really got the sure detail. He played in Scotland. Uh, get this. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I was thinking my line. You've only got four to get. We'll leave it there. John is a Celtic fan from Parkhead. Hi, John. Hi, how you doing, Gordon? Right? Not bad, how are you? Not bad, mate. Not bad. How are you doing, boys? Yeah, Hi, good, bad, John. No, I just listened to the. Um, see, the, the actual. What's going to come of this is nothing. That's exactly what's going to come of Rangers are uh, going on about um, wanting people suspended. That's when you came on saying, I want. Mark suspended or Gordon suspended. Oh, I'll show you Go for Mark, John. Go for Mark. I'll go for you, Gordon, because your aftershave is a bit dodgy. <laughs> but, uh, but, but what I mean is, but I'll show you the evidence in two weeks. No, I mean it's it's just daft. But the, the there's nothing really in this for Rangers. But the board are playing a, a blinder here, I think, because what's happening is the board need season books to be sold. Rangers are skint. Now, if they go. But the majority of the fans don't want Celtic day nine in a row, which is understandable. That's why the Rangers fans are angry, right? So they need to side with our fans. Now, they're doing everything they can, knowing, knowing fine well that this is just all going to go away anyway. Because the, the league will be decided. Uh, Celtic will get the championship uh, for nine in a row. And, but the board can't, the Rangers board can't be seen to begin a line with us, or they'll no sell as many season tickets as what they need to sell. That's what I think they're, they're doing. No, all you get, Alfie, not so much Rangers fans, it's mostly for the board, is that everybody was against them, they were voted down the leagues, and then all of a sudden, they're wanting to save every football club in Scotland, we get money paid out. Now, there's a lot of more questions that's got to be asked to the Rangers board, I mean, where is this evidence? If I, if I, was, if I had evidence, it would boot there straight away. So, or something, no, I just, I think the Rangers fans are getting duped for their own board, that's what I think. Mark Wilson uh, Well I don't know I've been duped But uh, uh, John I'm with you With the evidence I've said it all night If you've got evidence that, And you're making You're putting out Serious statements like that You would You would back it up With something And I find it Highly unlikely That An organisation In the state that We're in just now The SBFL Are going to turn around And suspend their Their, their leaders almost over the word or something else When they've got nothing to back up Or, or been shown anything to this point Should I say To back it up So um, I, I do agree with, with that side of it, But I mean it's Listen it's, it, it's a tricky situation To be in And Again with the anger With the Rangers They're saying that Their fans are angry Again I, I'm just not quite getting that At this minute in time Because Why are they angry? Why are they affected? By well, this well, That's the thing though The voters uh, Yeah I think yeah. I think everyone agrees That they don't Really like the way The vote played out every, In that's fact fine. Every single yeah. pun That we've had in this show Said that it either mm. Doesn't sit right with them They would like to find out A bit more about it No one likes the way The vote mm-hmm. went yeah, yeah. In, in terms of Of the procedure I just wonder You know because again There's um, 
He talks about you know allegations of bullying and so on. That's the bit that you obviously you need to find out more about because on one hand we're being told Scottish football is run on self interest. Mm-hmm. It's all about self interest. So if that's the case, it's not about Celtic or Rangers. It's about self interest. You have to decide. It can't be both. That's a complete contradiction. Clubs either voted on self interest or they didn't. If you run through them, Brecon obviously voted. To keep themselves in the division mm. St Mirren, Hamilton Ackies voted mm. to keep themselves in the division If you're Motherwell, you're sitting in third You think it's the First of all, they all think it's the right thing to do In terms of rounding off the season But you're you're not going to be against the idea If you're Motherwell, you think Well, we're third at the moment It's the right thing to do You know, We'll vote it Who voted based on Celtic and Rangers? Who, who did it? That's what we need to know Because surely the answer's no one uh, You would think so John, on you go uh, just a couple of wee things See uh, But how, how can it be Every club Could either vote yes or no Now Dundee's just came out and said They didn't vote uh, No for this They've already stated that In that statement you read out Now uh, How can it be bullying You've got a choice Either vote or you don't vote The, the majority Over three quarters of the clubs Voted for it So I, I don't understand Where the bullying's going to be coming from Because at the end of the day uh, The chairmen of every single club Could either say Well you can say what you want Mr uh, SPFL I'm going to vote How I want to vote So and, Yeah and again though, There is another strand To this though John That we've not mentioned And that's that Rangers Feel that Their own resolution Gordon The, the one that they wanted To release funds To clubs But not mm-hmm. call the leagues They're not happy With that as well The fact that this solution Was not afforded Sufficient consideration Defies belief And further underlines The views held by many clubs That processes and behaviours Of certain individuals must now be the subject of forensic examination. I think I think a lot of um, people thought that Gordon. I couldn't understand why there was not a explanation given that the the league couldn't put drip feed a few clubs just to keep them going. Yeah, you weren't happy with that the no, other night, if no, I remember. No, I wasn't happy for the, the beginning. Just to just to buy some time. I think the game changer was you know as I say, I keep going back to. The Aberdeen manager Derek McKinnon on Wednesday night He was the same He was in the same opinion And then the Thursday All of a sudden The dates changed To 10th of June Then you're starting to look And think Well by the time teams get back And you know clo- Behind closed doors All this You know Suggestions Is what happening I just thought that It was a rushed uh, Vote I thought we could have Bought ourselves a couple of weeks And maybe a month But at the end of the day, the clubs that are 81%, this is got to remember, 81% have now voted for it, so we have to go on with it. Our next no, one no, is... No, no, but that's the thing, we, we don't have to go on with it. People, There's, a, there's clearly an appetite well, from, we can't from change some it. people to not get on with it. But, but we can't change it. That, that, that's or it. can we? No, we can't. Okay, uh, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't I even know that for a anymore. fact now. Uh, Scott is a Rangers fan from Falkirk. What's your take on all this, Scott? You've just heard your statement from your club. Are you fully behind it? Hi, Gordon. Hi, guys. Hi, Scott. Okay. Hi guys, just just about five ten minutes ago, you said about the whistleblower. Mark was saying if uh, if you've got somebody, if you're not getting any evidence, then blah blah blah. And I'm thinking to myself, what happens if the whistleblower's within the SFA, and then you're you're sticking that guy in? This is fast becoming like a Netflix yeah. box. I, I don't well, know. Listen, would, see, would be the answer. If he is, he is. You've either got evidence or you you've not. You can't you can't even go and suspend people. And then go, by the way, we can't give up our source because that might affect this guy who doesn't want his cover bone. You've got to blow it, his cover. No, Mark, I I totally agree with you. Um, But I'm just saying to myself, maybe it's not the time just now to come out and say it. Because as you say, we've we've jumped the gun with producing all the the votes before they were were all in and 
There's just too many things that just doesn't mm-hmm. add up. And Gordon, last night you mentioned the and what way does it when what way does it help Celtic? I would like the two guys, the two panel guys, to say how does it no help Celtic if the league's finished just now and if hypothetical they, they are awarded the title because social media just now has gone crazy and they're all having a laugh. It may be tainted, it might not be tainted, but they're still happy they've got the title. Yeah, but Scott, what the the point I'm making is the thing when we discussed it last night. If all things were normal, surely Celtic would prefer the chance to go and win it on the pitch, get nine in a row, probably get a treble, let's be honest, a quadruple treble. They're in the last four of the Scottish Cup. Maybe stretch the lead over Rangers, but whatever, even if they don't. Why why would they not want that? Now, I could see the point, Scott, if this, this null and void, that phrase we keep hearing, see if that was on the table and you had a choice between null and void... Or end the season now And Celtic get given the title Then of course so that would make sense The Celtic fans Would be panicking big time And there would be a real push To get the title declared Rather than null and void But given that that's not really on the table The only options that appear to be here at the moment are End it now And Celtic get the title Or we try and play it to a finish Which would probably see Celtic get the title So that's what I'm asking What's the, what's the real incentive there for Celtic? So the incentive is If we end it now And Celtic get a title Do they not get uh, First profit Champions League? Yeah but I'm um, Scott The alternative is You wait and play it You try what, 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 what's, the, what's the alternative to that Then if you don't think That's That's your chosen option What other option do we have? So Are we, we not saying then if, So Let me word it a different way Scott How does this end With Celtic not winning the title? So Because See if, see if it was The other way about And if it was Mathematically Still possible for Rangers or Celtic? Has Celtic ever gone to vote for Rangers to win a title? Ever? Of course not. Is Man United? Was Man United ever going to vote for Liverpool? And Liverpool ever going to vote for Man United to win a title? So you're saying it's just in Scotland. See in England, the rivalry is just the same. Jim Duffy said last night that Man City are quite happy for Liverpool to win the title. The amount of points is incredible. I still don't really get your point, though, Scott, because <laughs> you, you just asked us. You, you're trying to say that this suits Celtic better than. Better than what? what? What's the alternative? Because the only one at the moment is that we wait and, and try and play it Loads of people don't think it's possible But let's say that we could How would that not suit Celtic? See the, see the thing is And it, it's, it's hard to prove But see the, see the thing is You've not really answered it So uh, see, well, Why is social media going crazy With all the Celtic fans? But, but, uh, but listen uh, I'm sure the Celtic fans as well would want a day out of Hamden I mean the semi-final You know It's a good place for them To then Perhaps Maybe go to the final To maybe go to Ibrox Maybe get a result there And continue the rest of the season Have a trophy day At Celtic Park again I think the Celtic fans Players Coaches Chief exec Would want that far more Than mm. what's happening just now But again though I've, I've now sort of Broken I've contradicted myself because ten fifteen minutes ago I said that it's not about Celtic or Rangers. I know, I know that's di- I know that, that that's difficult for people to get in this part of the world, and in fact, it keeps this show going. So I would never shy away from it completely. But in terms of the integrity of the vote, aside mm-hmm. from the procedure, if you're St Mirren or you're Livingston or you're St Johnston you're or, you're Motherwell or you're Motherwell or you're Rangers, you voted for what suited you. you. Yeah, correct, and that's what people have got to understand. It'd be amazing. Could you imagine that? You know, Rangers going for a first title in all these years. They were top by eight, nine points. What did the Rangers fans be saying? Uh, you're right, Gordon. St. Man, Kilmarnock, St. Johnston, Hibs, they never voted 
to do with Celtic Rangers It's nothing to do with Celtic Rangers With their vote It's all about their own club Scott we have to leave it there Because we're finishing a bit earlier tonight It's Thursday night So you should all be getting out to your doorstep And, and clapping uh, Showing your appreciation for those hardworking NHS members of staff So with that in mind I'll take this break a bit earlier Any more on the teaser? You have got one Alan McAnally Yep Brilliant well done Bayern Munich Aston Villa and Celtic Yep I said British players remember So everyone who's ticked I mean, Colin Graham's been in touch With Henrik Larsson mm. And Roy Keane We're struggling here Colin Come on Dion Listen Dublin. to the question Big Dion No No Villa Man Paul, United Paul Lambert wasn't no. one was he Who's the third one Borussia Celtic Did he play down? No Alright we'll get the next Three Marriage after these Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Tackling compensation claims for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Uh, we've been working on this during the break since 1970. We're looking for British players that have played for at least three different teams during their careers that have won the European Cup and Champions League. They've also played in Scotland at some point. They don't need to have won the European Cup or Champions League, just played for at least three teams that have won it. Guys like Alan McAnally, um, Celtic, Bayern, Villa, Scott Sinclair was the next one you gave us during the break, was yes. it? Did I just give that away? <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, Celtic, Villa and Chelsea. So you've got Scott Sinclair. Ray Wilkins, Milan, Man United, Chelsea. I think you mentioned this before the break. I think we have to add Dion Dublin to that. Big Dion. Yeah, I still man. Big under the Filler. Yeah I think we need to add I think we need to add him on I think we've had a, sh- a stewards inquiry yeah, I think yeah, it has yeah, to be yeah. That's fine we'll add him on Five became six Let's hope it doesn't get any more You just blame the person That sent the question in Hopeless um, Who hasn't actually had their shout out yet So I'll find the I'll find the Doesn't guilty want party. it now No Send her own question in <laughs> Got any more at the moment? He'll withdraw his question in a minute No, nah, uh, it's, it's it was George and Nielsen I'm sure it was just a slight oversight No problem Mm. Thanks to George nevertheless for sending in It's full time at Clyde1.com If you want to send your question in Deglish, no Nah, we'll leave it there Because you've only got uh, Two to get mm, No, no get them No? No I think you will No chance I think you will No, no chance <laughs> This conversation's gone well Just like they used to No okay. chance uh, Mark, I think you will Mark, <laughs> no is, Mark is in Bodwell Hi Mark Hello Mark all right, other Mark, Mark and Bothwell, are you with us? I don't know. I don't know where he is. He looks like he's there. He's talking to his fair in the back. He's going to be Brian in taxi. <laughs> uh, Craig D is on Twitter. He's a Rangers fan. He, he says, you know, on that that question that we posed earlier, you know, on a footballing sense, if you put the voting procedure to one side, on a footballing sense. What was the sort of benefit here To Celtic or to Rangers or whoever He says option A Gift wrap the title And give it to Insert league leader's name here Or option B Wait and play out the season to a finish I think option A Would be the fans choice Every time Considering the circumstances That's the benefit Gordon mm. What was option A? Oh for goodness sake Gift wrap the title And no. give it to insert no, I, think, I think every player Everybody wants If it was possible Gordon To finish the season That way there's no arguments uh, no disputes No fallouts about You know Is it an eight and a half Is but it see, a nine See it's a simple thing For fans The thing with fans is They go to games Every single week You know you know, Dying for their team To win the league And when That is You know the case They want to go there And celebrate Trophy day Is such a great day To be around And Rangers fans Who've witnessed it You know a long time ago Will, will say the same and the Celtic fans would have wanted to, to do the same And if that meant a, another Scottish Cup 
in the in the final weeks of the season, they would have wanted to go to Hamden as well. So I don't think it would have suited the fans. I think we've got Mark and Bothwell back, hey Mark. Oh, it's two strikes. I don't know what's happening mm. here. He's pressed mute with his cheek. You know that one. He's sometimes on the phone and Hi Mark, we've got you. Right, I, I tried to phone a couple of weeks ago to try and explain trigonometry to Gordon Dale, but I never get <laughs> Oh, through. come on, Mark. We um, don't have time for it tonight. We would probably still be on the phone, Gordon. Exactly. Yeah, um, okay, clever, Mark. What's your no, point? No worries. No, I'm just talking. I don't know a Celtic fan that actually wants to win the league just now. Um, the quadruple treble would be absolutely mind blowing for Celtic fans. Um, and I think. Um, reading social media that <laughs> Celtic fans celebrating, they don't really want it. We want to win. We want to win the league, and we want to win the Scottish Cup. And I think, as you said earlier on, and I think uh, I don't normally agree with Mark Wilson, but I think what he said was um, Stephen Gerrard's a lucky man. Um, this season could have ended up with Rangers zero again, and a lot of Rangers fans that I know not very happy with them. Yeah, I mean, I want to be careful how we word that, right? Let's not call anyone lucky. I mean, because let's not lose sight of why we're here and why we're having this discussion and the circumstances that we're in, right? There's there's serious stuff going on way above this. So I, I want to be quite careful with, with how we pitch it. But it is a football show. We are talking about the football mm. implications of it. And the Rangers fans don't seem to agree with the, the the suggestion I mean I've seen it on social media So that's why I thought we'd suggest that Maybe this is a good outcome For Rangers They get to yeah. Hold it over Celtic forevermore Call it tainted No one will ever be able to stop you calling it that So they can call it tainted forevermore And Celtic don't actually get to Fully go on and, and win that Quadruple treble And also As Mark mentions Rangers sort of collapse after January And whatever it's it's forgiven and Not forgiven But there's more important things And, p- and people are, are going to get on with it essentially yeah. But most of the Rangers fans That are tweeting and informing Just They don't seem to agree with that Which so is fine. It's almost You know Not forgiven But almost Kind of forgotten about Because of All this vote And reconstruction And and the fact that As I say Rangers lose You know To Hamilton We, we watched them In the studio You know Against St Johnson How poor they were And there was no sign Of them picking up for them there wasn't any sign around the corner Oh this is going to get better for them And they're going to pick up And that's kind of been brushed under mm. the carpet So it could have been entirely different For Steven Gerrard That's the footballing argument though Mark If Rangers genuinely believe And feel that they have evidence To suggest that that SPFL vote Wasn't carried out in an above board manner Do they not have a right to explore that And try and blow the full thing open? I totally agree But I also think if we're going to have it Open and transparent What about the five way agreement <laughs> That has to be open and transparent as well But I'm opening a big can of worms there as well I, I can, Yeah I'm, I mean that can of worms Would probably last us six months And you've done it at 10 to 8 On a Thursday night Mark um, I So <laughs> I don't let, let's, let's do one can of worms at a time Gordon Yeah I think the argument will go on and on Gordon For the coming weeks To be finally get answers We need answers It's as simple as that Going back to the football sense I do think I look at both sides If I was a Rangers supporter just now I think it is You described the outcome of it I would accept that I really would it wasn't my idea No, 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 just no but what, what you were saying Hypothetical Yeah, rather than me go through it all again If I was Celtic On the other hand I was a player Or involved with Celtic 
I would be desperate for the season to finish. Could you imagine the opportunity to win another treble? Can you imagine the fact that you're sitting there with that 13 point gap as well, in good position, in good form? I, I just don't see why anybody involved in Celtic would be delighted to say after 30 games there's a title. I don't. Okay. Okay, I think we'll leave it there, Mark and Bothell. Thanks a lot for your call. We are finishing a little bit earlier tonight. It's Thursday evening. Everyone should be out taking part in the clap for carers at eight o'clock. I'm I must admit I'm enjoying it in the drive home, beeping the horn, yeah. trying to spot people in the flats mm. and that's what I do, yeah. In Barton Road and beeping the horn. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, good fun. Yeah, Brightens up my that. week. Anyway, uh, let's revert to tonight's teaser. See if we can get it answered. Thanks again to George Nielsen. We're looking for. All your questions on the teaser As many as you can possibly send in Because we're here for the foreseeable Full time at Clyde1.com Since 1970 We think we're up to six British players They've played for at least three different teams During their careers That have won the European Cup or Champions League And they've also played in Scotland They don't need to have won it themselves Just played for at least three teams Which have For instance Alan McAnally Celtic Bayern Villa Scott Sinclair Celtic Villa Chelsea Ray Wilkins Milan Man United, Chelsea, Dion Dublin. We're thinking Celtic, Sutton here. Villa, Manu. Uh, Chris Sutton, what would be the working Chelsea, there? Celtic, and Villa. Villa. Went to Villa after Celtic, didn't he? He did. Well done. Yeah. One more. No, we're struggling now. <clears throat> no? We need a wee clue, Gordon. Seeing it's a Thursday night, and just to say, uh, Mrs. Noble, thank you very much for the cakes. They're absolutely fantastic. Oh, you had some cakes in it. Oh, delicious. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. <laughs> you need to watch your waistline during we, this lockdown, I must we, admit. A wee bit more next week, please. Um, you need clues here. Right, okay. So the clubs would be Celtic. Of course. Villa. Yep. Chelsea. Oh, that's the theme of tonight. Celtic, Villa and Chelsea. Yeah, so same, the same three as Chris Sutton. Nope. You're you're getting closer. I think no Irish era wise. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. even uh, count either. But um, Chelsea. Uh, oh, I, I think George has actually done us here with the last one. Anyway, it's not him. I think he's. I think he's blown it. I'm Go, trying to remember. Give the initials nah. now. Tell you. <laughs> it's George. George. I think George he's had a nightmare. Yeah, I think he's had. I think George he's had a nightmare on the last one. Jordy's having a done yeah, is that just it's, it's, meant to, it's meant to be the big build up As well for the last one <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just looking this guy up To double check Just before I, I, I slate him too much No 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 no. I was, I was being unfair no, Well done your back George oh, Yeah apologies. he's fine Come on give us a wee clue then Apart for that nonsense Okay his initials Yeah P P Peter E Peter E Easton Peter uh, Paul Paul Elliott Paul Elliott ah, Paul Elliott There we go I just had to double check I shouldn't have doubted you George and Nielsen Thank you for the question Thanks for your calls and tweets tonight And for listening We're finishing a bit early But for a good cause We'd encourage you all To get out Show your appreciation For our hardworking NHS staff At the moment You clap for carers About 8 o'clock So Callum Gallagher's Coming up next He'll look after you He'll take you through that And uh, it's good night from us But we're back tomorrow At 6 o'clock Hugh Keevans and Cammy Bell Will be on the show
Clyde Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Your comeback is on. Talk to Thompson's.com. Make Clyde One. The soundtrack.